Okay, what's going on guys? Um, exciting to be here, first one, first year. Masuka Midvash, year three, very exciting. Um, so school hasn't started yet for most guys, if not everyone. Mirza um, Hashem, once the year starts and uh, we can get really the Hevra together in, in you know, specific locations, so hopefully we can start implementing the hot food and really uh, taking advantage like the South Florida guys are tonight. Um, okay, one more, two more public service announcements. Number one, um, if guys could uh, turn on their cameras, if you're able to, that would be fantastic. If not, if you're able to, that'd be fantastic. And number two is this Thursday night, Mertz Hashem, for those that are in New York in the area. So there's going to be the Elul Thursday night Tish. What's up, Boca Chavra? So Thursday night, Josh, can we lower the camera a little bit so I can see the guys? Fantastic. So this Thursday night, there's going to be the um, Thursday night Elul Tish here in the apartment. So that's that. Also, Chavra should uh, definitely bring Gemara to the, to the Chabura, to the Shir, and uh, everyone gets to watch as the Boca guys enjoy some, uh, some food. Hopefully, it should be chizuk for, for the guys to get together, and, uh, and, and therefore, you guys can get food as well. Okay, we're going to start the Masechta, Masechus Tainus. Um, the Gemara really doesn't start talking about Ta'anisim until later in the Masechta. Uh, the Gemara is going to start discussing with Mashiv Haruach and Vesein Talmatar and Racha when the proper time is to start reciting them and inserting them into our Tula. Says the Mishnah, At what point do we start mentioning? Rashi tells us that Gvuras Kishamim is Mashiv Haruach Umorid Hagesham. At what point do we start mentioning Mashiv Haruach Umorid Hagesham? Right, we don't mention Mashiv Aruach Hagashem throughout the entire year in our Shmonas, right? Because part of the year, rain for crops and for agriculture is not a good thing. It'll actually destroy the crops if the rain comes in the improper time. So says the Mishnah, when do we start saying Mashiv Aruach Hagashem? Rabbi Eliezer Omer Miyantiv Harishon Shulchan. We begin saying Mashiv Aruach Hagashem on the first day of Sukkot. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Rabbi Yeshua disagrees, and Rabbi Yeshua says, we start saying, on the last day of Sukkot. Omer lo, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says to Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, why in the world would you suggest that we start saying, on the first day of Sukkot? Says Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Eliezer, your opinion doesn't make any sense. Why would you suggest that we start saying Mashiv Haruach Umorid Ageshem on the first day of Sukkot? Because we know that if it rains on Sukkot, it's a sign of a curse. It's a terrible thing. Why is that true? So Rashi here brings from the Gemara in Sukkah. The Gemara in Sukkah tells us, it gives us the following mashal. Imagine you had a king, and the king had a servant, and he asked his servant, please go get me a cup of water. So the servant goes ahead and works diligently, goes and gets him a cup of water, and he brings it back quickly. The king takes the cup of water, 
and he throws it in his face. So the king basically is saying, I don't want your work. What you did is not good enough for me. The nimshal being, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a task. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a mitzvah to sit in sukkah. And we try our best. We, we build sukkah. We sit in sukkah. We try to. And on the first night, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kiviyachol throws a cup of water in our face. He makes it rain and says, I don't want your mitzvah. So clearly it's a terrible thing. It's a simon klala. So says Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Eliezer, why in the world would you suggest that we start saying, to start asking for rain on the first day of Sukkot? We don't want it to rain on the first day of Sukkot. It's a simon klala. Answers Rabbi Eliezer, Omerlo Rabbi Eliezer, Afanilo Amartin Lishol, Elo Lahaskir Mashivaruach, Umorida Geshem, Beonasam. So says Rabbi Eliezer, you have to understand what this tefillah of Mashivaruach is. What are we davening for in Mashivaruach? So Rabbi Yeshua clearly understood that Mashivaruach means you're asking for rain to fall immediately, for instant rain. And therefore, said Rabbi Yeshua, why in the world would you start asking for rain on the first day of Yom Tif? You're asking for rain immediately. That's a terrible thing. It's a simon klala. Rabbi Eliezer responds to Rabbi Yeshua and says, no, you have to understand what we're davening for. The tefillah of Mashivaruach says Rabbi Eliezer, is davening that HaKadosh Baruch Hu bring rain in its proper time. Meaning, in the time when rain will be beneficial, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm davening now that you bring it in its proper time. And therefore, there's no issue of saying already on the first night of Yantif. That's Shitas Rabbi Eliezer. Omar Lo responds back, Rabbi Yeshua, Im So Rabbi Eliezer, if it's true what you're saying, that Mashiva Ruach is not asking for immediate rain, rather for rain in its proper time. So then we should be saying Mashiva Ruach, Geshem, the whole year. The whole reason why we wouldn't say it the whole year is because rain is not always a positive thing and there are certain times of the year when it's detrimental. But if the tefillah of Mashiva Ruach is never asking for rain immediately, rather only in its proper time, asks Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer, then if that's the case, we should really be saying Mashiva Ruach, Geshem, throughout the entire year. Okay, just to pause for a moment, Azaria, this is what we spoke out in, uh, in Kola. There's an unbelievable rugged over going, the Tzafnas Paneach. Tzafnas Paneach from the Gedolei Achronim says over an unbelievable Ha'ara, Diok in the Gemara. Rabbi Yishul was very bothered with Shitas Rabbi Eliezer. Shitas Rabbi Eliezer is that you start saying Mashiv HaRuach Umorid HaGeshem on the first day of Yantif. Says Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Eliezer, that, that doesn't make sense. Simen Klala. It's a terrible thing if it rains. Therefore, you should say it on the last day. Asks the Ragachavar as follows. When is it a Simen Klala when it rains on Yantif? So the Ragachavar brings from Rishonim, from the Ritva and others, that it's only a Simen Klala if it rains on the first night of Yantif. Now, why is that true? Because Shitas Haritva and other Rishonim is that there's only a Chiyuv to sit in the Sukkah on the first night of Sukkot. Every other time there's a Kiyom HaMitzvah, but there's not a Chiyuv per se. Now, if that's true, that there's only a Simen Klala if it rains on the first night, Ask the Ragachavar an unbelievable kasha. Avi, you're going to go nuts for this. 
Avi and Boca, Avi Rossman. You're going to love this kasha. Kasha is like this. Rabbi Yeshua says, Rabbi Eliezer, how can you ask? How can you say you start saying Mashiva Ruach on night one? It's a simon klala. So when should he have said? On night two, because already night two, it's no longer a simon klala. Because the ritva holds, it's only a simon klala on night one. Yeah, I'll be going nuts. I'd also be going nuts if this was the first time I heard it. Yeah, I don't know how the guys with their screens off are probably also, the screens are off because they're, they're going out of control after hearing such a kasha. Yeah, the, the rugged chopper is asking uh, Bam Kasha. If the Simon Klala is only on the first night, so Rabbi Yeshua should have said to Rabbi Eliezer, how can you say Mashiva Ruach on the first night? Rather, you should say it on the second night when it's no longer a Simon Klala. But what does Rabbi Yeshua say? Rabbi Yeshua says, start saying Mashiva Ruach on the last night. So what's the Pshad in Shittas Rabbi Yeshua that he is bothered by the fact that it's a Simon Klala? The Simen Klala is really only on the first night, and yet he then resp- responds, you should then start saying Masha Baruch on the last night of Yom Tov. So says the Ragachavar, an unbelievable, unbelievable tarot. And that is as follows. There's a Mishnah in Sukkah on Daf Chav Zayim. On Daf Chav Zayim. The Mishnah there says, there's a machlokas Rabbi Eliezer and the Chachamim. How many meals is a person obligated to eat in the sukkah? The Chachamim say only the first day, only the first day. Whereas Rabbi Eliezer Shita is fourteen seudos have to be eaten in the in the sukkah, meaning every single day, according to Rabbi Eliezer, there's a chiyuv to sit in the sukkah and eat in the sukkah. So now everything's miyashiv, right? Everyone hears the tarots already. Everyone knows the tarots, right? Fantastic. The Raghachavar says, Rabbi Yeshua says to Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, according to you, l'shitascha, you hold in sukkah on the Mishnah Daf Chav Zayin, that 14 seudos every single day of Yantif, you have a chiyav to eat in the sukkah. Imkain l'shitascha, according to you, Every day that it rains on Yantif should be a Simen Klala. And therefore, L'shitascha, according to you, why do you say that you start saying Mashavaruach on the first day? L'shitascha, we should start saying Mashavaruach on the last day of Yantif because according to you, every single day sitting in Sukkah is a Chiyav. Unbelievable Rakachav. Okay. Continues the Mishnah. Avi, I didn't let you down there with that one, no? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Okay, good. Continues the Mishnah. We only start saying close to the rainy season. And that's what we mentioned because you only need rain during the rainy season. Right during the other times of the year, it's actually detrimental to the to the crops. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, ha'over This is now going to be a third shita in the Mishnah when we start saying Says Rabbi Yehuda, on the last day of Sukkis, ha'acharon maskir. The Balmusaf on the last day of Sukkis starts to mention Mashiv Aruach Umorad Hageshem. 
Harishon Eno Masker, but the Balshachris does not. Meaning, according to Shitas Rabbi Yehuda, we begin saying Mashabaruach on the last day of Sukkis by Musaf. Continues Rabbi Yehuda, and he's going to be the first Shita we see as to when we complete, when we end saying Mashabaruach. Beyontif Harishon Shel Pesach, on the first day of Pesach. Harishon Masker, we still say Mashvaruach by Shachris on the first day of Pesach. However, Ha'acharon Eno Masker. Come the first day of Pesach, come Musaf, that's already the first time when we stop saying Mashvaruach, and that is when we end and complete the insertion of Mashvaruach into the Shmona Asr. So Adkan Divriya Mishnah, we have three Shitos in our Mishnah for those. Boka Chavra and other Chavra, we're going to be taking the Bechinas. So we have, we have three Shitos in our Mishnah as to when we begin saying Mashiva Ruach. We have Shitas Rabbi Eliezer, which is the first day of Sukkot. We'll have to see at what point. We have Shitas Rabbi Yeshua, who holds the last day of Sukkot. And we have Shitas Rabbi Yehuda, who holds the last day of Sukkot by Musaf. We then have one shita in the Mishnah as to when we end and when we complete saying Mashiva Ruach, and that is the first day of Pesach, also by Musaf, is the first time we don't say Mashiva Ruach, Umorid Hagasha. Okay. Zok the Gemara as follows. Tana Our Mishnah begins with the question. The question was, when do we begin saying Mashiva Ruach, Umorid Hagasha? Now, the Gemara is very bothered because how do we even know you have to say right? Benny, meaning I'm not going to ask the permutations of a halacha before I know that the halacha exists. So ask the Gemara, how do I even know that there is a halacha that we have to say So right now we're going to be looking, we're on the hunt, we're on the search for a mucker of the din of so says the Gemara, Tana Kai. We're going on a brisa in Meseches Brachos. Tiktani the brisa says, Maskirin Gvuras Keshamim Betchias Hamesem. We recite Mashiv Haruach Umoridagashem. Right, Rashi in the first Rashi in the Mesechta already tells us that Gvuras Keshamim is interchangeable with Mashiv Haruach. So says the Brisa in Brachos that we begin, not we begin, that there's a halacha that we say Mashiv Haruach in the Bracha of Tchias HaMesim in Shemona Esrei. So that's already our mucker, but continues the Brisa. V'sho'alin be'berchas ha'shanim. We say v'sein talumatar in Barich Aleinu. And v'havdalan on Motzai Shabbos, we say havdalah in the Bracha of Chonin Hadas. So says the Gemara, the mucker, the source of the din to say Mashiv Aruach Umorin HaGeshem is this Brisa in Mesachis Brachos. The Brisa tells us explicitly that you have to say, you have to insert Mashiv Haruach into Tchias HaMeser. So on that source, on that Brisa, comes our Mishnah and says, Viktani Me'imasai Maskirin Gevuras Keshamen. When in fact do we add in this insertion into the Shemona Asra? The Gemara is very bothered, however, because it's a little bit schwer to bring a source, it's a little bit difficult to bring a source for a halacha in Mesechah's brachos, and only to ask about that halacha so many Mesechahs later, only to wait till Mesechah's Tainas to ask the question. 
Right? That, that's a little bit difficult to say. I'm bringing a halacha on Masechah's brachos, and I'm not going to discuss it at all till Masechah's tainus. Says the Gemara, "Velisni If the source of saying Mashiv Haruach is a brace of Masechah's brachos, so how come the Mishnah here asks Me'emasai? When do we start saying it? We should have asked this question back in Masechah's brachos when we brought it, when we brought the source for the for the halacha. So says the Gemara, "You're right. It can't be that that is the source. That that's the mucker." for the din to say Mashiv HaRuach Umorid HaGasham. Ela Tana Meirosh Hashanah Salak. Rather, says the Gemara, the source for the Halacha is a Mishnah in Meseches Rosh Hashanah. Titnan, because the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah says, Ubechag Nidonin Al Hamayim. The Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah tells us that Sukkot is a time in which Klal Yisrael is judged as to how much rain they're going to get for the upcoming year. It is the day of judgment for all the water that we're going to get for the upcoming year. And once we say, once we know that the Mishnah tells us that Sukkis is the time when we're judged on that year's water, comes our Mishnah to ask, so when in fact do we start saying, now, on a very simple level of Kriyas HaGemara, of understanding what the Gemara is telling us, so we have to understand what's going on here. We're looking for a source that you have to say, Mashiv Haruach Umorid HaGashem. And the Gemara says, I have the source. The source is a Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah. So what would I expect that the Mishnah is going to tell me? You have to say, Mashiv Haruach Umorid HaGashem. That's exactly what we're looking for. Yet, says the Mishnah, Sukkot is the time we're judged for water. What in the world does that have to do with finding the source of Mashiva Ruach Umar The Gemara says we need a new mucker for how I know you have to say Mashiva Ruach. Says the Gemara, I found it. It's a Mishnah on Rosh Hashanah. The Mishnah tells me Sukkot is the time we're judged for water. Well, what does that have to do with Mashiva Ruach? So Rashi is Mazbir the Gemara. Rashi explains the Gemara beautifully, and it's very Nogeya to, to Inyana Dioma to right now where we're holding. Rashi explains as follows. Etzem, the fact that we know that Sukkis is the time when we're being judged for all the water, all the rain for the year to come, inherently means it's a time to daven for it. Etzem, the fact that the Mishnah and Rosh Hashanah tells us that, that, that Sukkot is the time when we're judged for all the year's water that's to come, inherently means now's the time to daven for it. Unbelievable Rashi. Right? In Yana Dioma, it's very shy to us right now. We have, we're, we're holding in the times of, of Elul, right before the Yom Noraim, before the Yom Hadin. A Yom Hadin, Zakt Rashi, inherently means the time of Riboy Tfilah. We have to be marbe betfilo betachanun, and we're going to start saying slicho soon, and, and, and additional tefillah. That's what a yom hadin means. That's what a yom hadin means. That's Rashi over here, and right now that is our mocker. The mocker to the Gemara, the mocker to the din of how we know you have to say mashavaruach, is this Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah that tells us ubechag nidonin al hamayim. Okay. The Gemara is now bothered with the following. 
we said already in the Mishnah that Gvuros Kishamim is a reference to Mashiv Haruach Umorin Hagashem. The Gemara wants to know why do we call it Gvuras Gishamim? The, the power, the Gvura of rain. Shouldn't we just call it Gishamim? Rain. What's this added element of Gvuras Gishamim that, 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 right? There's strong rain? Well, what are we talking about? Says the Gemara, Velisni maskirin al My Gvuras Gishamim. Answers the Gemara. Amr Yarden the Gemara answers that the rain, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends the rain with Amidas HaGvura. Right? It doesn't mean that the rain falls and, and it's heavy and hurts. That's not what, what, what Gvura means. It means HaKadosh Baruch Hu uses the Midas HaGvura in, when he sends us the, the rain. How do we know this is true? So we're going to learn this out from Gzeira Shava. Again, how do we know it's true that HaKadosh Baruch Hu uses the Midas HaGvura to... To send the rain. So says the Gemara, Shanema. We have a Pasuk that says, Baruch Hu does tremendous things for us that we can't even comprehend, and such wondrous things that they're so they're they're too numerous to count. Uksiv, and we have another Pasuk that addresses what are these wonderful things that Hashem does for us? Hanosin Matar these wondrous, tremendous things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for us that we can't even comprehend how great they are, is bringing us rain. Okay, so says the Gemara, my mashma. How do we see from these psukim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends the rain with gvura? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends the rain with amidas ha So the Gemara says as follows, and this is the Gzeir HaShava. Amar Rabba Bar Shima, Asya Cheker Cheker We're going to learn a Gzeir HaShava a linkage through words from different psukim, through the words cheker. Meaning, we're going to have one pasuk when it comes to rain that's going to use the word cheker, which means comprehension. We're going to have another pasuk when it comes to brias ha'olam, the creation of the world, that's also going to use the word cheker. So, Agzera Shava is already a, a, a Mesorah tradition we have from Harsinai. So, this Mesorah already links the words cheker from Brias HaOlam to cheker from Yuridas HaGeshamim. And there's going to be some joint point that we're going to learn out from the two. Says the Gemara. Ksiv hacha. It says regarding rain, Ose Gidolos Adin Cheker. Gosh Baruch Hu does such wondrous things for us that we can't even comprehend again. The key word being cheker. Viksiv hasam. And we have a Pasuk that talks about Brias HaOlam. Halo shamatem lo shamata. Halo yadatem lo shamata. Okay, Olam Hashem Bere Ketil Saaretz. Lo yaif lo yigayin cheker lesunaso. That Akash Baruch Hu has no, we can't comprehend his tvuna, his wisdom. This is a pasuk by Briyas Olam. So now we have a pasuk by Briyas Olam and a pasuk by Yeridas Hagishamim, and each respectively uses the word cheker. So now we link the psukim. Okay, and what does that linkage do for us? So we have Uksiv, says the Gemara, we have another Pasuk that says, Mechin harim bekocho nezar begvura. Gadosh Baruch Hu put the mountains into place using the Midas HaGvura. Ah, so beautiful. Now we have the linkage between Briyas HaOlam and Yuridas HaGishamim through the Gzeir Shava of Cheker. So now we can, we can 
sort of bring something from Briyasa Olam, use it through the Cheker Cheker Zereshava and bring it to Yuridas HaGeshavim. And what is that? Just like we find that HaKadosh Baruch Hu used the Midas HaGvura by Briyasa Olam, so too HaKadosh Baruch Hu must have used the Midas HaGvura and uses the Midas HaGvura by Yuridas HaGeshavim. That's why we call it, that's why we call it um, Gvuras Geshamim as opposed to Al HaGeshamim. Okay. The next Gemara we're going to see is from the most famous Gemaras in the Masechta. Uminalan debitfila. Ask the Gemara, Natan al Shaikhs, you're going to like this one. Frak the Gemara, Uminalan debitfila. How do we know that? Okay, so right, so far we have the mucker, we have the source for where we, have to, where we know you have to say Mashivaruach, and that is from a mission on Rosh Hashanah. We know why it's called Gvuras Gishamim as opposed to Allah Gishamim. That's because Hashem sends the rain with Gvura. But now, how do I know that we have the insertion of Mashivaruach in Shmonas, or maybe it's a separate filah? So says the Gemara Ditanya. We have the following Brisa. The Pasuk in Shema says, You have to serve the Rabbona Sholom with all of our heart. Says the Gemara. What does it mean that we serve the Rabboni Sholem with our heart? What's the service of the Rabboni Sholem that's with our heart? Says the Gemara, Havi Omer Zutfila. Gemara says, this is the reference to Tfilah. When the Gemara, when the Pasuk says, you have to serve the Rabboni Sholem with our heart, it means it's a reference to Tfilah. Tfilah is in Avodah Shebelev. Uksiv Basrei, in the very next Pasuk in Shema is, that the very next pasuk is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give us rain. Dehainu, that there's a juxtaposition between tefillah, and Yuridas HaGeshamim, and rain coming to teach us that the insertion of Mashiv Aruach, the tefillah for rain, should be in in tefillah. Okay, I want to speak out a couple points very quickly on this Gemara. And again, I think it's very relevant for where we're holding right now in terms of the calendar. The Gemara says, the Gemara brings a Pasuk, that we have to serve the Rabboni Sholem with all of our heart. And the Gemara says, what must it be? What is in Avodah believe Haviomer Zutfila? The Kasha is like this. Natana, is that really true? Is it true that the only mitzvah that we have that's shaykh to our lev, that's tali on our heart, is tefillah? Isn't there a mitzvah of yahavta l'reacha kamocha? Isn't there a mitzvah of ahava sashem? Isn't there a mitzvah of yira? And not only that, to further the question, the Ramban holds that this pasuk, of you know what it's referring to? Not referring to tefillah. Says the Ramban in Sefer HaMitzvos and Mitzvah Hey, says the Ramban, is a reference to every single mitzvah of Tariag Mitzvos. That every single mitzvah, we have to serve the Rabboni Sholem with all of our heart. If that's true, in Cain, how is it so clear to Chazal 
that la'avdei b'chol levavchem is a reference to tefillah. Because l'fi the Ramban, it's a reference to every mitzvah that we should serve the Rabboni Sholem mitkan tzalebin with our whole heart. So what's the pshat that the Gemara thought it was so clear, was so obvious, that ezihi avodesh, he believed, haviomer zutfilah. So says Reb Zundel Kreuzer as follows. Reb Zundel explains that every other mitzvah, having our heart involved in the mitzvah, is just an added element in the mitzvah. Meaning when I'm shaking lulav, so the ikr kiyam ha-mitzvah is to shake lulav, is the na'anuim during hala, whatever it is, it's, it's to take down minim in the ag be'nafik ben. There's an added element of doing it, b'chol ha-lev, However, when it comes to tefillah, tefillah is unique in that the entire kiyom ha-mitzvah, etzem ha of tefillah, is what you feel in your heart. Is what we feel in our heart. The Ksav Sofer and Drashas speaks out a point that I think is so poignant and so relevant to, to us nowadays, maybe more than ever. Although Chazal already tells us, Rashi already tells us in Meseches Brachos, that this has been a struggle for many, many years. The Pasuk says in Tehillim, Karov Hashem lechol kairav, lechol hasher yekru ve'emes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is close to everyone that calls out to him, everyone that calls out to the Rabboni Sholem in sincerity. Asks the Ksav Seifer, L'chayra tzestira on the Pasuk. It's a contradiction in the Pasuk. Yeah? Eitan, what, what's the Pasuk telling you? Pas- the first part of the Pasuk says, Karov Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is close, you know who, to who, Benny? L'chol Kairav. To every single person that calls out, the Rabboni Sholem is close to him. But what, how does the Pasuk end? That's not true. Only l'chol asher yikru'uhu be'emes. Only if you call out to the Rabboni Sholem in honesty, with errands, in sincerity. Then the Rabboni Sholem is close to you. So which one is it? Is it the first part of the Pasuk? L'chol karav? Or is it the second part? Only l'chol asher yikru'uhu be'emes. That's the kash of the Ksav Sofer. Ksav Sofer says as follows. Chavra needs to hear this. It's very important. Says the Ksav Sofer, tefillah is very, very difficult. Connecting during tefillah is unbelievably challenging. The Gemara in Brachos that we just alluded to tells us that there's something that's omed berumo shal olam, ubnei adam mezalzo in ba. There's something that's from the highest, most chashiv, most important things in the world, and yet people neglect it. People don't take advantage of it. They squander the opportunity. Rashi says one word. What is it? Tefillah. Tefillah is something that's omed berumo shel olam. It's from the most chashiv things that we have. Some of the most chashiv opportunities the Rabboni Sholem gave us. And b'nei adam izalzun because it's challenging. It's hard to connect. Right? Often, uh, I'll speak for myself, we, uh, you know, you find yourself in the middle of a Shmon and you're like, how did I get here? Tefillah concentrating is difficult. It's hard. So, so how do we connect? So says the Ksav Sofer as follows. There's another Pasuk. Pasuk says, Karov Hashem, Lenishbere Lev. 
Kaddish Baruch Hu is close to everyone that's brokenhearted. Says the Ksav Sofer as follows. It might be difficult and challenging for a person to connect to every word during tefillah. But do we want it? Is that our cheshek? Is that, is that what we're striving for? If a person comes into tefillah with the attitude of, Rabbona Sholem, I'm broken. I'm distraught. Because all I want is to connect to you during my tefillah. All I want is to be able to speak to you with clarity and, and to feel you during my tefillah. But you know what? Tefillah is hard. It's challenging. It's hard to connect and to focus and to concentrate. But I'm craving it. And I'm brokenhearted because of it. I'm now a nishbare leiv. So then, karov Hashem, the nishbare leiv. Says the Ksav Sofer, that's Pshad in the Pasa. Karov Hashem lechol karov. You know what? Hashem is close to every single person that calls out to Him. Whether or not you have proper kavana during your Shemona Esrei. As long as lechol asher yikre'uhu be'emas. As long as you come to the Rabboni Sholem with honesty. You come and say, Rabboni Sholem, I'm, I'm craving to connect to you during my tefillah. I want to concentrate and to focus and to have the ability to. However, it's challenging and I'm going to try my best. That erds, that sincerity makes it Karov Hashem L'Nishbar Elev and the end of the day it will be Karov Hashem L'Chol Korov to every single person. I think it's a very Chash of Nikudan Tefillah because it is very difficult. And as Rashi tells us, B'nai Adam Ezalzu Bad Zu Tefillah. So this is an old, old issue. But it's something that, that we can take a lot of chizuk from in terms of, in terms of a way to combat it. Says the Gemara Viter. Amar Rabbi Yechanan. Gimel mavtechos biyadeh shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu shal nimsu biyad shliach there are three things that the Rabboni Sholem has complete control over that he never gave over to a shliach. That no, one, no, no person was ever given these powers. Ve'eluhein, and they are the mafteach shel gishamim, the ability to, to make rain, to, to give rain. Mafteach shel chaya, to have childbirth. That's solely in the control of the Rabboni Sholem. These three maftechos, rain, childbirth, and tchiyas hamesim, are powers only that the Rabboni Sholem has that he never gave to anyone else. The Gemara is now going to bring psukim to prove that these are true. Maftech shel gishamim. How do I know? What's the pasuk that we learn that Hashem's the only one that has the maftech of gishamim? The pasuk says, Ziftach Hashem lechos oitzrayatayv. So the Pasuk says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be the one to open up his chamber, his chest, to give you rain. So you see, it's only Taloi on the Rabboni Sholem. How do I know that the Rabboni Sholem is the one and only one who controls conception, who controls childbirth? The Pasuk says, Vayiskor Elokimetz Rachel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu remembered Rachel, Vayishma eleha, he heard her. Vayiftach esrachama, 
and he opened her womb. So we see that the Rabboni Sholem also is the only one that's able to, to uh, control childbirth. And finally, how do I know that the Rabboni Sholem is the only one who's in control of Tchias HaMesim? The Pasuk says, I'm the one, the Rabboni Sholem, who's going to open your kvarim and bring, and bring people back to life. So we have psukim for all three to prove that that's true. B'ma'arava Amri, in Eretz Yisrael, they used to say the following. Af mafteach shel parnasa. There's one more key that only the Rabboni Sholem has control over, and that is the mafteach of parnasa. Tichsev, paseach es yodecha. Right, the Rabboni Sholem says, open your hands, umazbi'ah l'chokha eratzen, and I'll be the one to support. So says the Gemara... So how come we didn't mention that originally? Meaning, how come only in Eretz Yisrael they said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has this koach, this maftech, and, and not in Bavel? Rabbi Yechanan, my time how come Rabbi Yechanan only counted three maftechos as opposed to counting the fourth of Parnasa? Answers the Gemara, Amar Lecha, Gishamim Hainu Parnasa. Rabbi Yechanan would say, no, of course I counted Parnasa. But Parnasa is included in the maftech of Gishamim. Because Gishamim was the main source of all Parnasa. So when Rabbi Yechanan counted the Mavteach of Gishamim, included in that was the Mavteach of Parnasa. I want to end with the following discussion. Gemara told us that there are three Mavteachos that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will never give Biyar Shliach. Taisus here is very bothered. Because Taisa says that's factually incorrect. We have Psukim in Navi, Gemaras in Sanhedrin, that tell us that there were two people who actually had access to some of these Maftechas. Says Tosos, both Elisha and Elio Hanavi had access to Trias Hamesim as well as Yeridas Hagishamim. So says Tosos, so how can the Gemara tell me? that these three things were never given over to a shliach. It's not true. It's not true. So Taisus answers that the answer is, the Gemara means to say that they were never given over permanently. Meaning, the Rabboni Sholem at times will give people access to them, but only, only temporarily. Never permanently. Okay, that's Taisus's answer. Rashi here doesn't ask the question, but you'll see based on the way he explains the Gemara that it's clear he was bothered with the same kasha as Taisus. Rashi explains the Gemara, the second to last Rashi on the Amun. Va'am Rabbi Yechanan shalosh maftecho, zakt Rashi, hainu shalom nimsiru l'shliach echad biyachad. Rashi learns what the Gemara means is that no one individual will ever gain access to all three of these maftechos. But it could be, Rashi's, right, Rashi says that, that there were people that had access to some of them. However, not all three. I want to end with the following. The Mesila Sisharim, in Perichavav, in the very end of Mesila Sisharim, addresses this kasha. The Mesila Sisharim there is talking about Dveikos to the Rabboni Shalom, being so close, feeling close to the Rabboni Shalom, a sense of hiskarvos. Says the Mesilas Sisharim, a person can become so close, so davuk to the Rabboni Sholem, 
that he's not even considered to be a person anymore. He raises himself to the level of a malach elokim. And you know what his raya is? Our Gemara. Says the Ramchal. The Gemara says, no person will ever get these capabilities, these maftechos. I, Fraktaisis Akasha, that Rashi is bothered with, we see Elisha and Elio had them. You know what the Ramchal says? It's not Akasha. Because the Gemara says no person will ever get these maftechos. But Elisha and Elio were so dafuk, were so close to the Rabboni Sholem, they weren't even considered to be people. They were considered to be Malachi Elokim, and therefore it's Shaykh that they got the access to these Maftechos. The Chazanish, in a, in a letter, in Igros, in Chelek Aleph, in, in Mikhtav Yud Gimel, says it's Shaykh to each and every one of us. He says, when you see a Ben Taira, when you see guys who are signed up, Masukim and Dvash, who are shtaiging outside of school, a serious limud, when you see them walking in the street, zap the chazanish, they're going to look like regular people. Yeah, Benny's going to look like a regular guy walking around in Boca. Zap the chazanish on Benny, that's not true. It's Pashat, not true. The chazanish says he's a Malach Elohim walking in the street disguised as a human. Because we can be so davuk to the Rabbonish Olam, we can elevate ourselves to the level of Malachi Elokim and be shaykh to these, these maftechas.